Hello, I'm Ray. I'm Harry. Hey, I'm Pat. I'm Ben. We're The Decline, and you're listening to The More You Know, The Decline podcast. You know? We want you to know all things The Decline, because the more you know. You know? You know. The more you know, you know. The more you know. It's going to be a bi-weekly podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. We want to connect with fans and friends from all over the world. Send in your questions and topics and stories and secrets to thedeclineau at gmail.com, and we'll talk about it. We can't tour at the moment, so we wanted you to step into our worlds and learn something about us. Welcome to our world. Welcome. G'day. Flood our email, our <laughs> prime source of business. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't give that away. <laughs> oh, maybe we should start a new email. It's all right. We'll, we'll update it in episodes to come. Look, if someone fills it up, we'll get a new one. We should pick a new email each each week. <laughs> <laughs> RossButson at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't think it would get confusing at all. Not for us. <laughs> People are going to get some weird emails, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Donald Trump at gmail.com. He'd be getting like, what's Pat's favorite shampoo? Do you reckon that's his actual email? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to really get inside the, the, the mind of, at, of at the maniac to sort Donald of. Trump <laughs> is, at it at the white, is it at the whitehouse.com? No, I reckon is it'd it? be like at Yahoo or something. <laughs> it would be well, like we can actually DJ 74. <laughs> Maybe if we com. ring up the White House and ask DJ for, for the president's for, personal for email, Donnie's email, then maybe they might give it out. <laughs> They'd be like, "Listen, he doesn't work here anymore." <laughs> Just an auto reply. <laughs> Donald Trump is no longer here. <laughs> Please redirect so, your email. So what it's a good time right. to be making. What podcasts. do we have on the agenda today? Well. I thought maybe we'd just start off with what we've been up to since the last time we toured outside of WA. So it's been a while. A little while. When when was the last time we toured? Patrick? Uh, we toured Flash Gordon Ramsay Street, the album, uh, at the end of 2019, probably around October with our friends Nerdlinger. 2019. So it's about 18 months since we have um, stepped foot on soil that is not Western Australia. Mm. Feels like 100 years ago. Feels I've, like quite a while. I've learned a whole language in that time. What did you learn? See, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> no, nah, go on. No, I, I've been I've been trying to learn a little bit of Spanish, practicing right. my Scottish Gaelic as well. You're quite a linguistic man. I do no love offense. I do love languages. Um, I've had a bit of time to burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. glad at least one of us. Has like started to do that because whenever we w- were overseas, we'd, we'd all be like, "All right, you learn this language, you learn this language, I'll learn this language," yeah. <laughs> and we were so excited yeah, about it in the one van was, ride, and the then it was just time, never spoken that about was the again. First time that we toured uh, when Ben and I joined the band, and I, we had that discussion, and I'm pretty sure after week one that went out the window. Yeah, yeah. we d- we did have a plan, and we had given each other different Assignments. languages that we were going to learn. I continued with the Spanish one. I don't know how you. You guys all fell off, fell off the bandwagon. Obrigado. <laughs> yeah, well, Harry knows a lot of Japanese because you went on like study tour there, right? Yeah, less of a tour, more of just studying and hanging out. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 I don't know how handy it came in <laughs> like, when was, we went it, back. It was there was, I remember we asked. I remembered how to ask where the service station was, and the lady was pretty surprised. Yeah. And, uh, do you remember that? I do. You also were able to pronounce names of things that the, the rest of us were fucking up, and um, that helped as yeah. well. It's all about the R's and the L's. 
I did the Italian thing for like a little while. I, like last time we toured Italy, I like made a point to like write down things to say so I didn't speak any English on stage. But it always had to be like pretty rehearsed and like pretty easy stuff. Like extra cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and sand, no Would cheese, that, no that gas. that be molto for Maggio? I don't know. That means very cheese. <laughs> Maybe. As long as you don't go to the doctor saying that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we, like in Italy, we played with this awesome band called Bedtime for Charlie, and I like would always hit up the singer of that band, and I would be like, "Hey, this is what I want to say tonight." I've, I've practiced it, and he would correct it, and then I would just write it on paper and then just speak on stage. All right, so going back to my question, what have we been doing? <laughs> oh, like not that like, since we've been on our last tour. Not mm. not what did we used to do when we used to tour. So <laughs> I've 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 been learning languages. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? You're not the linguist. <laughs> I am not. Uh, working you know when, a lot, Well, I that's guess. the thing. You know when every, everybody will ask that question, what have you been up to? And you're like, working. And it's just well, this for, like for despair of work. For mm. me, um, at the start of last year, I actually wasn't working my, my day job. And I went and I played on a cruise ship for a while. So I actually got to leave the country and then come back. Very, you know, like a lot of people didn't do that, and I, I got to sneak in a quick little trip. It was pretty cool. And then when I got home, then my work hours got cut, so I actually wasn't working a lot. And then I was doing lots of house stuff and exercising heaps and doing things that I actually really like doing. And then did I had to go back to work. Oh, shit. Did that like cruise happen just before COVID? It did because it. I it's a it's a cruise ship that goes all around the world, but I was on the ship from Palau down to Darwin, and then the ship made its way around Australia. But by the time it got to Fremantle, which is the port where we live, the the ship was told that no one was allowed back on, or 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 the ship wasn't allowed to dock, basically. So. Everyone on, on board got told to fly home mm. to yeah, their respective homes. You didn't have to swim to shore. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I guess like the, the main thing that comes to mind for me when you ask like what we've we been up to is like, oh, I just say, oh, just working and stuff. But I suppose we live in a part of the world where we're like sort of lucky enough that we've retained some level of stability of our normal lives apart from being able to leave like since about like March or April last year, WA has been like kind of COVID free. Yeah, I mean, community spread. So, like, I mean, we're lucky enough that we haven't completely had like our everyday lives up uprooted like some places have. So, when I, I sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm really bored. I haven't done fucking anything apart from from working," it's a little bit of a different experience to what a lot of our friends around the world might be having. Yeah, absolutely. And my heart goes out to people in that situation because, like, we've <clears throat> we've really been able to sort of do our normal lives apart from a few brief periods of. Th- upheaval things haven't been overall like that disruptive we've been pretty lucky in that sense so mm. well your yeah. industries have went back to normal pretty quickly yeah the uh the production industry and the the live music industry did not yeah yeah i mean you so you've definitely had a different experience to to the rest of us yeah i i mean covid was a bit of a blessing to be honest because it was a bit of a break because like working in the production industry and like live sound you work a lot you work long hours it's hectic 
and it's great, but it it burns you out essentially. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was, and I don't think our industry was the only one that was like, oh, this COVID thing's actually pretty sweet. Like, my garden's fucking great now. Like, <laughs> but everyone just kind of like rethought the way they think about work and life and stuff. Like, and I guess we've all kind of been doing that a little bit, but there's a lot of I mean, the bad side of it, there's a lot of production industries that went under because there was just no mm. sort of support from the government kind of thing. So that was pretty shit. But there's a lot of techs that have found new new industries to work in and just gone, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. And yeah. they're all a lot happier. But yeah, That's it's cool. an odd one. Yeah, I, and I think it's 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 difficult. Like from from our part of the world, we haven't really seen the sort of the personal the personal side of that, like the suffering and loss that a lot of people have seen either. So I think it's a really important thing to consider. Like we, we haven't had that same experience and it's really important to acknowledge the experience that other people have had. Like this shit's been devastating for people. Like for us, we're really privileged over here, like to be able to see the lighter side in it. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really strange thing the way that it's like totally different our experience to people in other parts of the world. It's the benefit of just being living in like a really isolated place and I suppose our government was able to <coughs> completely lock our state borders quite early mm. on. Yeah. Um and that sort of saved us from experiencing a lot of that community spread and allowed us to kind of mm. live our normal lives to some extent after like a period of a few months of lockdown. Mm. That's but that WA thing. Everyone's like, oh, so where do you guys live? We're like, think of the furthest place away. From everywhere. From everywhere. <laughs> Every, no bands want to come here because it's so fucking far away. And yeah. we don't get as many shows and stuff. But like, this is the only time where it's mm. been beneficial because no one was tra- was able to travel here. We were like completely isolated. And now there's that stupid fucking Wexit yeah. political party or whatever that wants to... I don't know, chop WA apart or something. Yeah, make Western Australia its own country, yeah. which is a thing that comes up um, every, every couple of years. Couple yeah. of years yeah. I had to do a debate on that when I was in year six at school yeah. about whether WA should become its own country. And there was this, this kid who was like, I really hated him and he was dumb. And like, he didn't like my team on the debating side, which was um, saying that we should. Were against? I, we were for it. And after we finished, he yelled out, nah, but if you like cut a country... Um, and there's a house there, you'll cut that house in half. <laughs> and I, mean, I remember that's, thinking, that's, like, that's, that's a valid point, right? <laughs> I remember it thinking, is. I can't yeah, believe totally. you've got more friends than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, just further to the to the question, what have we been up to? I mean, we've got the COVID discussion out of the way, but um, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I've been growing heaps of veggies in my in my garden. That's cool. I've been getting quite into that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know I you have. But your Pat's... Uh, Pat's vegetables sort of <laughs> a one s- vegetable. sort of withered down to one vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like you're growing chilies. The same family. <laughs> Several chilies. Several chilies. But yeah, nothing much varieties. more interesting than that. Well, chilies and herbs. We're not yeah, but chilies aren't you're interesting. doing you're doing chilies. Yeah, I mean we all I think we love chilies as a band, mm. but you're doing more interesting things with the things you're growing in your garden than than I am. Like you just brought some chili sauce before. Yeah, I've uh, learned how to make hot sauce and chili oil and chili flakes. And I've also been pickling chilies yeah. and making like, I don't know, pickled jalapenos or banana peppers, which um, our friend Brent from America, who's our TM there, would be able to tell you that I'm pretty obsessed with whenever yeah. we um, spend time over there. 
and yep. learn how to make a chili plant. Yeah. yeah. How do you make That's chili it. plant? You buy well, them. You go to Bunnings <laughs> and you buy a pot and you buy a plant and you buy a potting mix and fertilizer and then you made one. You, you made, a chili. made a chili created plant. Created it. <laughs> Clap your hands, click your heels. <laughs> the god of spice. <laughs> um, I mean, that's all. I just water them every day and leave them in the sun. And it's a, it's a very low interaction plant, yeah. to be honest. I don't really know what I'm doing apart from that. <laughs> it's like having a pet that you just spray with the hose. <laughs> Man, I wish my I could just spray my pets with water and, <laughs> and they look after themselves. <laughs> I've been spending tons of time with my cats as well, which yeah. is really great. I I mean, I've. I adopted a greyhound. Yeah, tell us about tell us about that. He's he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> they love a good sleep, That's apparently. It. Yeah, he does love a good sleep. He's I, in his teenage years and he's not doing any fucking housework. Yeah, no, he I mean, he's definitely a teenager. Like he he definitely tries to he pretends that he hasn't heard me. But I know that he has heard me because he does this awkward stretch to just sort of disengage the conversation. So I'll be like, Bison, <laughs> on your bed. And then he just does the big stretch and turns his head away from me to just pretend that he hasn't heard. He absolutely hears me. But he is he's a beautiful boy. He honestly He's not listening. You don't have to butter him up. <laughs> <laughs> was he, so he was like an ex racing greyhound, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. So um he spent he yeah spent a long time racing and lots of these dogs absolutely need homes uh it's you know it's a great thing for anybody that's listening if they're interested in having having somebody there with them that needs a home you know greyhounds are an absolute amazing candidate for that uh like i said he sleeps so was he like <laughs> specifically bred like from a popular dog from like a winning dog, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. So i I guess I guess you can you can trace trace it back, and there's a huge industry that that tries to breed them so that they'll make winners, which I think is probably not not that great. Mm. You know, um, it's pretty sad to think about the history that leads to him existing and then there not being a home for him. Um, it's really, really important for these dogs to have homes. Um, they race for a couple of years, but, you know, they they live for far longer than their racing career extends. And he's been he's been so good to, to have around. He's been a nightmare sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, absolutely love him. And, yeah, he's, he's just the best. You I don't even like dogs that much, and I like him. Oh, he's, he honestly is the best. He thinks he's a people, a person, a people. He's a people person. He is a people person. Definitely is. Well, he loves a good lean. If you just get to your place, he'll just come up and lean on you. Yeah, just leans, lots of leaning. Should have named him Eileen. (laughs) (laughs) Whoop! Ringo gets it. He he lean, (laughs) or she. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's awesome, man. What else have we been up to? I guess we're just sort of living our normal lives. We still get to spend time together as a band pretty often, which is cool. We've played. A few shows in Western Australia, um, but we haven't been held busy in terms of that sort of stuff. We were kind of like prepared to be busy just prior to COVID, and then had to cancel everything. So yeah, it's a weird thing like that stuff rolling on and being like they're waiting for us at some point. 
But you, we, we're stuck here. We I really hope it. our fans are still waiting for us. Hope we'll see how many. We'll see how many secrets we get this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah well. send us your secrets to the declineau at gmail.com or another email that we come up with <laughs> weekly <laughs> before the end of tonight. Donald Donald J Trump at gmail.com or something. Like, what sort of secrets are we expecting? Is it going to be like people confessing things to us, or are they going to be asking us well, tell us the we, biggest secret is about this where your we manager? Kind of like actually set up some ground rules and stuff because I don't want to become an accomplice to anything. Not again. Yeah, yeah. let's 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 Not make again. sure the secrets are reasonable. Look, if we <laughs> if we find something that we don't like, we can just go mark as unread, mm. and then we'll be fine. <laughs> I don't and know. I think we'll have to. <laughs> in the eyes of the law, that's enough to. <laughs> in the eyes of the Lord, <laughs> yeah, that's enough that we uh, we can cover ourselves, right? Yeah, I'd, I I don't feel delete safe, that Harry. bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that everything we've been up to? Chilies, cats, dogs. Not I, working. I bought a house. Working. Raymond bought a house. Actually, all of you are in like housing situations that were different than before. S- yeah, I rent uh, a house. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Neve and I built a house, which we've been living in in East Rio, which is pretty sick, and that's a nice thing that's happened as well since then. I, I moved out of a house that I lived in for uh, eleven years or something. And then I moved into a brand new house, and it's pretty cool. We're sitting in your beautiful studio right now, recording this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's an uh, exciting time. It's, um, something I I worked on. This is one of the things that I worked on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Being in the decline must pay well. Uh, believe me, <laughs> uh, the decline me the not. decline's income did not contribute to, <laughs> to uh, other than maybe one instrument in this room. <laughs> That's. Uh, I mean, I don't even think about that stuff. Ross just handles it. <laughs> I just show up and play. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Ross on, I think. That would be cool. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to have him he, on. He can be a future guest. Mm. Yeah, good times. I mean, other than that, not heaps of band stuff. I write songs a lot and I just sort of them at my house. And I, I started off playing lots and lots of guitar when when I wasn't going to work as much and I was playing a shit ton and then I went back to work full time and then hardly played, which is sad because it was so awesome when I was playing every day. It's a cool thing for ideas, hey, just being able to like continually like keep working on the same things mm. and revisit them and stuff, yeah. which is like an opportunity you don't get heaps if you're playing lots of shows. Or well, I, th- I think not being on tour means not playing my instrument as much and I'm definitely not as comfortable when we go months without playing a show. Then all of a sudden we have one show booked and we have to start practicing again and it's like, oh yeah, I'd picking n- up again. I never play electric guitar unless we're at practice or playing a show. I, I play acoustic and I and I write and I sing a lot at home, but I just just never bother with the electric, never set it up or anything like that. See, I just I play my electric guitar unplugged more than I play my acoustic guitar. It just it just sits there. Even when I write acoustic songs, I write them on the electric unplugged. That's reverse of what I yeah, do. Yeah, it's reverse. Mm. It's reverse. We went up to uh, Geraldton and we like played a couple of shows on the weekend, and that's like a four or five hour trip north of Perth um yeah and i was like just interested to see if anyone experienced like it was difficult to get back into it like i found it like being in the car for that long way harder than i I normally would i found it way harder sleeping somewhere random i think all of that was like riding a bike for me 
you just got back it into just, it. It just came back. The the only thing that I, I recently rediscovered is drinking whiskey before playing a show. Is right. it good or like a bad it? thing? Oh, it's the best thing in the world. How was you playing? I well, wasn't I there. Mean, I, I, I was, like, I was disclaimer, there. He, he I was wasn't actually good. there. See? I... I had to sit this um, one out look, because I, I was working. I capped my drinks before I played, which is something I try to be mindful of because of a few embarrassing incidences where I didn't think about how much I drink before I play. So that particular night was great. See, Ray, I actually found the opposite with drinking whiskey before I play because I decided like I'd spent, I'd, I'd driven and I'd got there like an hour before the show and you were like, let's, let's have a whiskey together <laughs> And you bought me a whiskey and then I took it up to the stage. I was thinking like, I'm, I'm not in for many drinks, but I'm going to enjoy this whiskey. And I put the whiskey down. I set up my pedal board and I went to grab my whiskey and it was just gone. Someone drank it. it did I reckon, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did they clean it up? Did they look at it and think, oh, That's nah, he's Greg's finished this. It's somebody's drink. Yeah. That's someone's Bundy Greggs. I, I don't know, but I was like, I was set up for a bad night. Like, yeah, I, that was unfortunate. I was smelling it and stuff before thinking, I'm going to like this. This and is had my I not paid $1,000 for your whiskey, I would have bought you another one. Uh. <laughs> you, you missed out. Someone passed me one and I like had a tiny sip and was like, thanks very much. And I just passed it to That was probably my whiskey, Pat. We haven't. <laughs> oh, I don't reckon. This one was fresh from the bar and I had to be like, oh, yes, mm. I'm very interested in drinking and the massive party. Yeah, let me indulge this. And I took a tiny sip and just gave it to the person next to me and was like, we'll all share it. Fresh from the bar, he says. I don't what, know. I don't what, know was your, <laughs> what was your, was that your first whiskey? Of, of my life. Of your life. <laughs> so in the... How, how did it taste? What did you, what was your experience? Because oh, you I passed it on very quickly. I don't so really what? like it that much. I'm like, I like beer and wine and, and cider and that's about all I really like. Mm. But in the earlier times of um, touring in the band, when we were touring, are you going to eat that? And like we were playing some of those songs that I had to sort of kind of learn to sing to be able to do like Crash Course and shit here. I used to try and like shoot whiskey on stage or before... Um, before our shows, and I really believed it made me a better singer, and I it like I just thought like it coats your throat, and then you'll be able to do whatever you want. And then when we were recording, can I borrow a feeling? I like did some in the studio, and it made it so much worse. And I could just hear the evidence in front of me that like it was just it was awful for my voice, and I just never did it again. There's two trains of thought. I've got one is positive one. and one is negative, but like I don't know. For me, it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it like the it's connection that you um thing. that you achieve from relaxing with some alcohol when you, when you sing is probably yeah. an important thing too. I mean, I think that being being in a punk band, you normally can't really hear anything that well anyway. So if you feel good, mm. um, and you then, look like you're having fun, and you look <laughs> like you know what you're doing, yeah, then maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe the whiskey helps there. Yeah, oh, I think you're probably right. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It was like my my you know third or fourth time I guess Harold to answer <laughs> your question. Yeah, okay. Was it PT? Yeah, what like personal what, training? Have you got any? Have you got any <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you got any? Have you got any notes? Some any taste or flavor notes? Or was just burning? And then I you were like, nah, just, I'm done. Oh, I just wasn't interested. It was a bit like like listening to the Foo Fighters or something for me or something. <laughs> oh. like that. I'm going to offend so Raymond, who loves like, them. Yeah. Sorry, no, I don't know. I just thought the first band that came in my head, really, for that joke. Sorry. You've made an enemy. Is it Raymond or is uh, it David Grohl? <laughs> Both. Both. You've Shit. made two enemies. Two enemies in one. I think Dave Grohl is definitely listening. 
I heard some story I've about him putting Cheeto crumbs on an Australian band or something. <laughs> he did what? I think he put some Cheeto crumbs on an Australian band. I can't remember. Yeah, right. Mm, I don't know. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird specific thing to remember and give no context to <laughs> in, the, in the shape of a podcast, but here we are. Yeah, I think our notes. Um, uh, so, so <laughs> Quick shout out. Caden from Alex the Kid played drums for us in Geraldton and it was a, it was a great time. Yeah, it was he, good. It was I awesome couldn't figure out how along. to get to Geraldton. Yeah. I went the wrong way. Yeah, Harold went Not south. Ended up in Bustleton. Not again. <laughs> again. No, but thanks. Uh, Caden's listening, obviously, to his house right now to the live feed and uh, we'd like <laughs> Thanks, to say a big Kaden. thank you to, to him for, for playing drums and they're yeah. they're an awesome band off p records who uh, i guess everyone should should check out they're they're good friends of ours yeah cheers thanks Caden. thanks Caden. so um what do you guys miss about touring Kaden. which which sort of you know <laughs> comes back from what we were just asking about how we went with the shows on the weekend but aside from a little miniature tour of leaving our homes for two days what are the things that you miss about I miss being on the road punk rock friends from other bands mm. that I think that's definitely one of that's the, the big biggest one. things about touring in general is the people that we interact with I think that that's a huge motivation for what we're doing right now <laughs> you know the, a yeah, way to definitely. feel to, to feel cl- yeah to the to greater <coughs> punk rock world <coughs> yeah. as long as they listen and as long as they send in their, their secrets. Feedback. Yeah. It's I don't know why you guys are focusing on I the secrets. It's like <laughs> they can <laughs> ask us questions I mean, about of all anything the they want. Were listed, so that the they secret seems something. the most juicy. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess this is potentially a call out to all the other bands that we've played in to start their own podcasts so we can listen and then we can have podcast duels of some <laughs> such sort <laughs> like in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly like Harry I'm Potter. I'm really I'm really worried with the talk of secrets that this is going to ge- going to become like some sort of confessional booth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah, um Timmy from um you know, Idaho wants wants to um share his secret that he goes to sleep after he showers in beans. <laughs> and if you accept the Lord, all will be saved. <laughs> it will all be saved. <laughs> Don't waste your time with Jesus. Mm. We'll forgive you. <laughs> yeah, I've done. I've we, done the confession thing with like a priest when I was a kid because wow. they make you do it when you're like seven or eight, which is a heaps good time to be teaching kids that there's heaps of stuff wrong with them. Um, <laughs> but like, I was really scared. I I like imagined it in my head because like people would be like, yeah, you just have to go to the priest and tell him. But you, you want a dark booth? Well, I imagined it was like a circus ring and there, the priest had a whip and stuff. So it was way better wow. than that. Yeah. In some places, that's probably fairly accurate. Oh, and he, The priest was heaps nice, to be honest. Like, I was worried he was going to be like, you're terrible, Patrick. Um, but I just said, oh, sorry, I've been swearing. And he was like, probably not really swearing, son. Probably just using rough language. And I was like, this is sick. You can get away with anything. <laughs> was that the most severe thing you did, though? <laughs> probably oh, I mean, like, I mean, I the know. priest is only there for juicy secrets. Could you imagine like the things people had said to him in his life and he was like, this eight-year-old reckon he's been swearing. Fuck <laughs> me. Some Fuck people say horrible shit I can't wait me. until my nine o'clock later. <laughs> I love yeah. the just probably just rough language. Mm. Like just a different term for swearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> probably not eggplant, son. Probably. Might be just aubergines. <laughs> Yeah, it was like that. And I said, oh, you know, fighting with my brother. And he was like, oh, well, you know. And I don't know what he said about that one. I just remember the rough language thing. But I did it you know, a few times as a kid. You have They make you. There is a booth. It's quite yeah. weird. 
But that one, they just put you on the altar in front of everyone and you just sort of whisper at the priest. Yeah, right. That sounds so overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, the it was better than the fantasy of the whip and the circus and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's... Is it like fantasy a, a makes circus? it sound like it's something you <laughs> want to do. <laughs> yeah, well, for some people, it probably is a fantasy. Yeah. Was the circus like... Packed full of people, is that what you're imagining? Like you stand in the middle yeah. of the ring you and say you, it in you front tell of everyone, everyone you yeah. do a handstand. including the elephants and the lions and stuff, and you're like, I'm sorry, I yeah. was using rough language. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like a really horrible thing to think of as a child. Yeah, it was um I mean it was fine in the end because he was nice and he told me I wasn't really swearing and he didn't even ask me what words I was using, <laughs> which was good. Yeah. Uh, and and then obviously you do communion and that's the next one when you're eight or nine. And yeah. Is that the um, wafer thing? Yeah, that's the the ice cream cone. Just thing. so everyone eating knows. Eating Mike wafer. <laughs> um, are you still religious? No. Nah, no, I'm not. I mean, like, I, I'll tell people, yeah, I'm Catholic, but it's just more of an intro to being able to tell stories like that than anything. I'm not, like, a practicing Catholic, and I don't, I don't really, I don't believe in any of it or anything like that, uh, which would, you know, be apparent from all of the songs <laughs> I've written. <laughs> Right, on some level, like you like went to like a religious school for a bit and stuff, right? Did you ever have to do I confession? Did. I never had to do confession. I got sent to a private school when I entered high school, fully against my will. Right. So you did not go to the primary school part of that no. school that's no. called St. So, Pat's? No, I didn't. And Same so place. I went to a public school and then my parents said, this is a naughty kid. He <laughs> needs some discipline. Let's do the circus little, and the whip little, thing. Little do... <laughs> Smoking they know, like in, for in a Commodore. for a regular um, Australian kid, I, I think I was actually very well behaved. Well, I know but, you now. But in a, in a Chinese family, um, it's uh, maybe me not wanting to do my homework was like the worst thing ever. So I had to go to private school. Did it fix you? Look, it didn't, and if anything, it made me discover music <laughs> <laughs> like punk rock music, and then maybe want to be in a band, and then. <laughs> you know, not get a real job for a while. and That'll teach him. Yeah. Did they ever get a refund? Look, unfortunately, I love <laughs> my parents very much and, you know, they, they did what they thought was best for me. But um, unfortunately, <laughs> look, I didn't become a doctor or a lawyer and I just, I play in a band and I work a job. Record yeah. podcasts. And this now. Hmm. New job. Cool. Sorry, Antics messaged me and... Uh, I said it, phones off. Antics is from a great oh, band called Nerdlinger, I though. I thought you said, said phones fun. on silent. Yeah, look, I did. That's a technicality. Yeah. No, I just, it's vibrating. I'm not looking at it now. Okay. It looks like you're looking at it, Harry. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, we were talking so about parents what, what, what and schools. We, well, we were talking about what we miss about touring. Yeah. Which led us to religion. I miss I miss the people that I've met on the road. You know, mm. I it's... um. Eram, yeah, I miss Eram. Me too. Yeah. Um, it's it's really um, it's really strange to not think that there's any opportunity that's coming up soon, and like I'm hanging out, being really really hopeful about the state of the world, and um, and then just you well, know going back to hopefully this platform is a way for us to connect with our fans and yeah and, and our friends. friends and let's beat COVID through podcasts. We're not the first people who've tried it, let's be real. <laughs> I don't think anyone's done a podcast before. This, this is, is the first this one. This is the very first <laughs> decline podcast. 
the uh, more decline you know. Po- I thought in the... Yeah, do you reckon <laughs> any of the other declines have got a podcast? I don't know. Maybe the original I thought you said it was the original the... podcast too. <laughs> we just received an you, order from Missouri. You can, so, you oh, can wow. email yeah. the original decline. Where are they from? LA? Long Beach. Long Beach? Long Beach. Uh, at gmail.com. For, with secrets. <laughs> <laughs> we won't receive them though. No. Oh, they'll be really confused. <laughs> oh, there's just tons of things I miss. Like, I miss being able to just like Do, sit in a van and so listen to the descendants uh, on my on my like phone and just talk so shit to the all of you all day. Geraldton last weekend. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, just to give that some context. Yeah, the Geraldton paper reported that our, our show was on and that we, the descendants, were a skate punk band from Perth who were playing, and it caused a very big confusion in my brain because I would love to be the descendants because they're my favourite band. Um, that's so, the, do you reckon the, the reporter just like? Forgot what Just the band name shirt. was and looked at your shirt and like that'll <laughs> fucking do. <laughs> yeah, it, it honestly it happens to me a lot because the the band names they start with the letter D. D, yeah. And I do. have a Descendants tattoo on my body, and I had a sticker on my car, and I wear the shirt almost eternally. So people are like, oh, sick, you're wearing your band shirt, or oh, that's you guys on your car, and it confuses people. Mm. How often have you had somebody ask you if the T-shirt you're wearing is the band that you play in? Oh, it could just constantly. all the time. It's a weird thing, I've, hey. I've had it happen. Mm. Do you play in the Misfits? <laughs> number of times. I don't have any decline shirts in my like personal shirts collection because I just will never wear them and I'd rather just sell them to people. But now we've had like 50 shirts or something. I think it would be cool to just at least have a stockpile of everything I, we've done. I have the one that has Bison on it. Yeah. And sometimes I wear it. Is oh. Bison Comet? No, no, no. Bison's we're on the Pets shirt. Well, we have a T-shirt that has all of our pets on it. Yeah, and Bison's wearing his cute pajamas. He's oh, got he's like some stripy pajamas because yeah. he gets cold. But we do have another greyhound on the shirt whose name is Comet. 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 And no. Comet is a dog belonging to a friend of mine called Daniel Sharples, who told me mm. about like the plight of greyhounds. And I decided mm. to like put his um his dog's name in a song yeah. about animal testing that I wrote when I was an idealistic teenager. Mm. Which I, in some um, ways I still am. I yeah. I do wear one decline T shirt from time to time. Which one? And it's the Wilhelm Scream Tour T shirt. So it's technically their T-shirt. I have that one. Is it their T-shirt or is it oh, t-shirt? the shark remember. crab? It's thing. their T-shirt, but it's got shark, our name on shark it too. Shark lobster. So that was a pretty cool souvenir. Yeah, I have that one. So it's a it's a crab in a shark's mouth. Yes. Um, and <laughs> we will edit this story out if we're not allowed to tell it. But um, or we put a lot of Simpsons things like parodies on our shirt. So what what we did for the Wilhelm tour was we took the poster art and instead of having a crab in the shark's mouth, we put Dr. Zoidberg there. And then we were told it was oh, it was we? too close to the design for the poster and we weren't allowed to sell it. So we just had these <laughs> Wait, who wouldn't let us sell it? It doesn't matter, but we were, we were not allowed to sell them for the whole tour. So we had a whole like run of Dr. Zoidberg shirts waiting at home that had the Wilhelm tour poster art on them. What are the chances? Chances of Matt Groening being at every one of those fucking shows. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the Simpsons who wouldn't let us do it. So we just had to like save them for the next tour when they didn't make any sense. Um, but we don't have any left. And it was so weird. We like advertised them on Facebook and I think we tapped into this Futurama algorithm because the post selling the shirts got thousands of likes. So they were just from random countries and we sold all of them at shows pretty much. None of them sold online. So it was a really strange thing. Uh, wow. And I, I don't have that shirt but I do have the Wilhelm one. You know what I miss about touring? All the shit talking is going on now. Kebabs every night. The ke- from the from where where does one get a kebab? They get Especially a kebab from the kebabula tree. 
that's a decline um, dictionary term for a kebab shop that we um, we say like, oh, I want to go to the kebabulatory tonight and just mm. get myself some. It's an institution. Mm. It's part of our after show routine. Mm-hmm. I've read a book about the Ramones, which is a thing I often do. And uh, Johnny Ramone, he used to get milk and cookies after the show. And I've always thought about like, oh, my ritual is kebabs. I'm way less healthy than you. <laughs> I don't think milk and milk cookies and are very co- fucking healthy, to be honest. Milk and in terms cookies, of the things though. people consume when they're in bands. I think falafel is better than milk and cookies. It's made of nice things like grains, but it's also made of bad things like oils. The milk sugar. and cookies. Mm, they have the sugar. Lots of sugar and cow's milk can you imagine listening to this and just being like these guys are fucking what's with the food thing what's with the food <laughs> obsession we all love food that's probably another podcast right there is the food that we eat in the decline mm. Mm. yeah that could be another um, that could be a whole actually that's I what I, a, oh no you go I have a thing that I miss about being on tour and that is the inside jokes like because going to the kebabulatory literally us going away on the weekend to play two shows there's probably a multitude of stories and jokes between three or four of us. Sorry, Harold. Um, Look, I had my own bloody That we'll probably be talking about for eternity. And that happens every tour. What have you got? What have you got? Fill me in. I want to hear it. Um, I mean, I don't want to give away all of our secrets. Yeah. That's for the people to tell us. That's that's um, for the email. We actually, yeah, we have to send them in via email. So yeah. me and Ray yeah. will do that after the show. Mm. Um, you know, I think that it's just like it happens after the period of time where you get sick of the people that you're hanging out with. So you realize, like, if I'm going to deal with these people, <laughs> I'm going to talk in code. Look, that's never a thing for me because I never get sick of you guys. I love you as well. No, Ray. More, I just mean. I think in... it's more being hungry and tired <laughs> and lonely and doing the same thing every day. You go delusional and then you come up with these things, or you, you know, the smallest things amuse you. And then you point it out and then it cracks everyone up and then it's it lasts forever. Something uh, has to be funny. I say the dumbest shit and like stuff I would just never normally say. Like I think we'd been in, in the car like going to Geraldton for like three hours and I was already like tapping into that part of my brain that just says anything that comes into it. <laughs> some some things don't even need to be funny. It's literally we we were driving along the highway, saw a bridge, and then there were plants growing on the bridge. And then you go, oh, I remember that time that our friend Emil from the Netherlands said, oh, yeah, in Europe, some some governments build bridges so the animals can cross them. An eco bridge. And literally, as we drove under the bridge, an emu was walking over the bridge and we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, they I have, they have them it. in WA now. Yeah. I would, like, I was spun out when I saw him. It's fucking amazing. But as we were talking about an animal crossing it, we saw an emu crossing it. That's Did so you see, him any, see any camels? No, but we saw goats. We oh, saw goats on the goats. side of the road. I saw a yeah. goat. I saw a goat too. It was just three. There. It was like a little it's family. I don't know what a collective of goats is, but there a were horde, a gaggle. I'm going to Google it. Someone else talk for two seconds. I'll just <laughs> a horde. Yeah, of I saw. Goats I saw sounds a goat. pretty metal. Yeah, a horde. Maybe, of maybe they were the, <laughs> the same goat. Goat. Yeah, goat. Horde. They were white. What? No, this a tribe this, of goats. This, that's oh, the word. That's boring. A tribe. A tribe right. of goats. Well, it sounds metal. Yeah. I think you we'll know, go with like a horde of goats. goats. No, my mum used to say that about her like <laughs> Catholic friends that had lots of kids. She would say, you know, bloody um, Jenny and John, they've got a whole tribe of kids, you know them, they've got seven or something like that. Yeah, right. It's a collective well, noun well, for Catholic we family probably, children. Um, um, keep this moving on pretty Sorry. Quick. So um, 
what are things that what what are bands that you've been listening to in like lately? Bad Cop, Bad Cop, a lot. The last record, The Ride. It's very good. It's phenomenal. I've listened to that a lot. I've been listening to heaps of Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Lots. Can over you, and can over. Can you and describe over again. them? Elaborate. Because I've never heard them. Uh, no lots of lots of country. All right, cool. Lots of country. And, yeah. and where are they from? From from the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, honestly, I've just been incredibly obsessed. Um, yeah, just all I listen to, ever. Yeah, wow. Since COVID. Any particular albums or EPs that we should start with? I mean, Sidelong is definitely... A good my, that's definitely my go-to. I've listened to that album hundreds of times now. Just over start to finish. It's just incredible. Absolute masterpiece. My um, yep. my thing that I've been listening to lately, start to finish, a lot of is Red City Radio's new album. It's yeah. good, hey, so good. It's like, it's from very the moment it starts. I love like that intro track. Yeah, it's very polished in comparison to some of their earlier stuff. But I mean, it's full of harmonies. It's like it's actually quite like dare I say poppy, but it's fucking rad. Like yeah, you, yeah it's good. So I like it. So many sing along songs on there. Yeah, which is what I like. Whiskey pop. There's a song called Fremont Casino, right? Yeah. Last time I was at Punk Rock Bowling, I, I saw um, Garrett Dale at a Fremont Casino at about 3 a.m. and I was wasted and I was like, if you talk to him, you're going to say dumb shit. You're going to feel bad about yourself for eternity. So I didn't. And then he wrote a song about it. <laughs> and I, well, I don't know. Or what, maybe. He was just like, that guy from The Decline didn't fucking talk to me. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the whole that's the whole story from my end. Um, Harold? Hmm. I mean, I have been listening to that Red City Radio release quite a lot, but a lot of the time, if I'm listening to music, it's bands I'm about to work with or I'm currently working with um, That makes sense. as a bit of a research type thing. Um, one of the bands that I'm working with quite regularly at the moment is Great Gable. Um, they're like an indie kind of rock type thing, so... There's been a bit of research involved in that, but they're all all lovely boys. Um, I'm sure you're all, all over that now. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm an indie kid, but uh, I've definitely I've definitely sidestepped my influences these days. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've listening to a little thing called Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> on audiobook <laughs> by Stephen. Fry. I guess my question wasn't limited to music, so that's very <laughs> yeah. valid. Dan, Dan Savage, Savage Lowcast every week. I listen to that. Mm. Started listening to the Claire Bowditch um, audiobook, which is actually really, really good. Cool. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but it's, I don't know, audiobooks go for like fucking eight or nine hours. It's ridiculous. I've been mm. listening to lots of ABC Radio National. <laughs> Keeping uh, up to date. Yeah, well, being informed. Yeah. The yeah. more you know. Right. You know. Um, this week's more you know question uh, for episode one is... Soft. The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Sorry, Raymond. <laughs> Hard or soft shell tacos? Soft. Soft. So the reality is, if you combine a hard and a soft tail, shelf, soft, shelf, shelf, she shell, shelf, shelf, but she shell. If you <laughs> combine a hard and a soft taco, nah. you will enjoy your taco much more. Nah. nah. There's no. There, well, look, there's no light. Very, there's no dark. There's no practical. Sith, there's no Jedi. 
There is just <laughs> it's practical. <laughs> but the energy. way I think about it is, if you had a gun at your head and you can only pick one, what would it be? Yeah, no, Soft. no dust cappers. Mm. Both. You can't have both. Uh, no, I soft. Look, that wasn't, that wasn't is that something planned. we should it just start working into these podcasts? Like I think, track I think name soft. Puns? I think soft I think, is um, I think the, the, so the probable yeah. more useful. Why answer. soft? I, well, it's easier to hold in your hand. You can sort of like you can well, mold. You're not going to have a bite, and then it's going to fall to shit, mm. and no, then like yeah. But you, if you wrap a hard shell, which is delicious, <laughs> in a soft. No, then when you're it breaks, the it's point. you can't have both. It's one or think, the other. I think you sound like you're on a I don't different like team rules. to me, Harry. Like, uh, it's okay to like like that that corn that corn crunch. Do you it's like putting crushed up uh, corn chips in your burrito? Nah, that's looking at me because nah. we did this when we when we got burritos the other day. I asked for it. Then we all did it. Yeah, we and were about to spend wait, five on. hours driving back to so Perth. You, Ray, you like it? Yeah, but the thing is, I wasn't asked the question at the time. Do you like <laughs> hard or soft shell tacos? I was ordering my fucking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you you like the texture of both, correct? Yeah, what like Harry's talking about, which at Zambrero they call a dos capas, but at Taco Bell they call a crunch wrap supreme, is a very very good thing, and I do it all the time. I don't, and I, I buy two yeah, packets. I don't of think shells. it should be limited to a burrito. Look, I think you should be I'm able not, to enjoy the texture of saying, hard and soft. I'm not saying people can't have it. I'm just saying. It if stops you had to pick one or the other, what would it be? I wouldn't. I'd just not have a fucking taco. I, I would die. I'd die on this hill of combining them. No, I mean, I do this, what Harry's talking about. I buy like both packets and I yeah. think it's really nice and it does stop the, the hard shell from going bloody yeah. everywhere. But yeah. if, if there was a gun to my head and they were like, I'm going to kill every cat on the planet, I'd be like, fucking soft, okay? <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, exactly. I, I mean, if it, if it came down to it, I probably wouldn't care which one I chose because people are going to die, but... There is sometimes with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> you just have I, to, the choice of tacos just, is one of those times. I wouldn't even have to think. The soft taco wins for me every time. Is that just because you're worried about losing your contents? I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, the fillings are really, really important. And with one crunch, you could lose You could lose so, everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, everything. I mean, if you're worried about losing the contents of your taco, you just eat a burrito. Look, Look the also, they taste better. They taste better. A young man who I, I know at work told me recently, and he said, Pat, they're burritos. They're soft. Tacos are hard. And in his mind, he'd like divided the universe. And I was like, it's a great way of thinking about it. It's incorrect, but you know. <laughs> but when we were like, when we were in Mexico, if you order tacos, they're not hard, are they? No. Is it an they American were, thing? Like a North American I think thing. it's a westernized Mexican type thing. A text. No, I think I, it's a regional thing, from what I understand. Yeah, right. So either 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 like maize, or or if you're using wheat, um, you know that 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 will be the difference. But because they were almost like a semi uh, semi hard, partially soft <laughs> thing. They were like <laughs> they were like a thi- they weren't like a um. Tortilla, yeah, but when when we were like in thin when thing. when we've been in Mexico, I think most of the times we've had we've had like a like a th- a thinner soft tortilla that's been just great, you know. Soft. You know what? When I plan these questions, <laughs> this, this was meant to be like a quick like hard or soft, hard, soft, soft. Hard. Yeah, but you've picked the wrong band for those sorts yeah, of uh, yeah. definitive <laughs> answers. Everything involves a big discussion. You Clearly. can't just quantify tacos into two types of shell. I, I also don't think that the this or that like style of question is going to work in a band where we have a song called Can't Have Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of coincidental. Yeah, it's a good little thing. It is. 
Well, the All more right. you know. Yeah, I think I think we should um, call it. Yeah, a, an, an episode. That's this one is, episode. This is pretty good. The fans This is fun. Hmm. I've had a nice time. How long? So, how long was that? Are we going to make? It was long enough. I think. <laughs> long enough. <laughs> Don't ask me these questions. All right, um, I'll go home. All right, so um, let's wrap up, and um, we're going to tell everyone where people can find us on social media if they want to follow us and do all that stuff. You can find me everywhere, pretty much. On the on the, all the main ones anyway at Ray Ray Varial. Harold. Oh, I thought I was expecting an at gmail dot com. Um, we're, no, we're not giving out email addresses. <laughs> just where people can find you on Facebook or Instagram. Ah, uh, just look for Harold Holt. Uh, various spellings depending on which social media surface you're on. Not on Wikipedia. Yeah, I think you're just Harry on the Wikipedia. Am I? Yeah, it's your mm. chosen name. I'm Pat Decline on pretty much everything. On my Instagram at the moment, I'm doing a thing every day where I share a thing about a band that we've met on the road and how I miss them. So that's I'm up to day 50 today, which is a band called Flag on Fire from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I'm Pat Decline on pretty much everything. You can go to Instagram and find me on Beans Jamin or at Beans Jamin. It's like Benjamin oh, with that's Beans. You? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Benjamin with Beans. Beans Jamin. That's you. Very clever. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. The more you know, see you later. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.